Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and this is the ninth week after Pentecost. This week, we will direct our attention to the Gospel reading for the coming week, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples to read the signs of the times. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples know what time it is. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 12, beginning this morning at verse 51. Jesus said, Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. At the very beginning of the Bible, we find human beings eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They eat the fruit of that tree because they see that it is attractive, and they desire the knowledge to promise to bestow, knowledge that would open their eyes so that they would have knowledge like God's. By eating the fruit... They had disobeyed God's commandment. They did what they wanted. They did it for their own purposes, according to what they thought was right, what they thought was best for them, for their growth, for their edification. By eating, they chose their own desire over God's commandments. They chose to make their own way instead of following God. And by making that choice, they tore the very fabric of their relationship with God. For the first time in the Bible, human beings and God are no longer whole or well, but divided and sin-sick. For the first time in the Bible, human beings are not living out their purposes for which God had created them and for which the creation relied on and depended on for them but human beings were living for their own desires and according to their own wits. Jesus, however, puts human beings and God back together again 
He does this in his body. He does this by his obedience to his heavenly Father. He does this in his faithfulness to God and his faithfulness to God as a human being who lives by faith in the word of God. In Christ, then, we find forgiveness, healing, and peace with God and purpose for our life and our life together. So why is it that Jesus says here that he has come to bring division? Might it be because the appearance of the Christ immediately exposes our sin, our divided loyalties, our double-mindedness. Once again, we find Jesus speaking of the cross. It is on the cross that the powers of sin and death will be defeated, and for that reason, Jesus has come into the world. The conflict of the cross, and the cross itself, is conflict. It is brutal. It is violent, but it also exposes how deeply we are divided. Even as Jesus dies on the cross, the bandits who are being crucified with him are divided against each other, one that is for himself and the other that lives by love for Jesus. Those who are gathered to witness the crucifixion are divided among themselves. And even after Jesus is raised from the dead, we will find that loyalty to Jesus often severs a person from their family, their kin, their nation. Both Jew and Gentile will share in the experience of being rejected for the sake of Jesus, rejected by family, rejected by friends, even society, because of their faith in Jesus. And so it is true that the appearance of Jesus for the salvation of the world begins with division, because it is the ancient temptation again and again. Will we follow Jesus, or will we follow our own counsel? In that, Jesus brings division. Yet in the power of the Holy Spirit, and by God's grace poured out on us in Jesus' death and resurrection, we find that God has chosen us. God has made a decisive division by choosing human beings to forgive us, to heal us, to make us whole. That is the decisive division that takes place within us in our baptism, where we die with Christ to sin and death and are raised in Christ to live our lives now as God's children, free from all that binds us and keeps us from God even family, kinship, heritage, tradition, and on and on. As we have seen throughout this section, God desires the love of our whole hearts, our all of our might, our strength. And in that relationship with God, that is where we find peace in Christ. In the resurrection, we find God's peace for us. As you go out today, you'll probably notice moments where Jesus has actually sparked divisions in this world. But as you take notice of those moments, also also wonder how, living in obedience to the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that might heal that wound and overcome that division. What would need to happen before peace could once again break out? 
Do you think that is the place where Jesus asks us now to pick up our cross and follow him? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you have promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness and peace, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. 
strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.